What the fuck is up, my friends? It is Listen Up, the podcast that we look back and listen to the dope hardcore and punk music that came out the month prior. This is the February episode. And, um, you know, this this month is the, the short one of the year, but there's plenty of sick hardcore and metal and DIY releases that will release and joined as joined as always. Uh, I have my wonderful co-host for this show, Jack of what it takes. How are you doing this morning? You're doing uh, fantastic, I guess. Um, rested, well rested. I feel like I've already made a, a lot of this year by going to so many different shows and fests. And I have two beverages on deck, so you know, it's a good day. Yeah. I feel like I'm the opposite of you as being rested. Um, Emission of Guilt played our second show up in Edmonton, which is three hours north of Calgary, where where I'm based. And mm -hmm. I am of the age where I want to sleep in my own bed every night, and I don't want to sleep over yep. at someone's house. So ripped it back and, you know, was just like mindlessly scrolling uh, the the TikTok feed um, just before jumping on here, trying to wake my brain up at a, at least a little bit. But um, we got a Bev as well. I got a Liquid Death on hand, and I'm hoping that the breakdowns and the and the riffs of this episode wake me the fuck up a little bit more than I that I already oh, I think am. It's going to. I, I think, think so. I think it will. You can rest assured on that. What do you got, Bev's wise, Jack? I have a uh, my go to at Starbucks, even though like. I prefer going other places. This place is just like half a mile from where I live. So it's like, why the fuck not? Mm -hmm. I get a dark roast of oat milk, just dark roast coffee. And I think that's blends perfectly for the morning. So I want something to be kind of like really heavy on the palate to kind of like give a little slap to the face. Yeah. And then I got this Aquapana Tuscany sparkling water that I picked up at the grocery store because I need sparkling water you're supposed to like don't in some countries you drink sparkling water with like espresso that's that's like the move yeah there there are uh that's definitely not a canadian thing by any means but i, oh, I yeah, have you know, heard that before like European, for sure. i think yeah definitely mm -hmm. a european thing um at least from you know my brain working at this capacity right now to thinking about um beverage cultures around the world but yeah, it's Anyways. an American thing today because I'm doing it with coffee yes. and sparkling. <laughs> yeah. So it's my own. You're, it's Jack is the exception to, to the rule here. So um, so if this is your first time tuning in to a Listen Up uh, Scoped Exposure podcast, essentially what we do here is Jack and I, um, because we're both nerds when it comes to DIY and heavy music, we are on the hunt trying to find the best of the best. And we're putting that all within one episode. If you are too lazy to go out and find new music, music it's an audio only podcast so you know it's forcing you to pay attention and uh and check out a bunch of new bands from all over the world um and this episode is really exciting because it's the first time um that we're doing this post patreon launch for scoped and one idea that you know J jack is is almost a, a helpful mastermind where i will hit them up and be like Hey, like, what do you think about this idea when it comes to the uh, things when I was getting things set up? So one thing that we are implementing as of this episode is Jack has five picks. I have five picks. That's always been the same thing. But for this episode, we have an additional five picks 
from the patrons, from the people who are supporting Scoped as far as what they've been listening to, what's been on their rotation uh, for this month. So um, it's not necessarily going to always be a pick of of one of ours and then a Patreon, but we'll queue that up as needed. Um, as well as we have some couple, uh, one one or two other surprises, but you know, you'll have mm-hmm. to keep listening to the episode to see what the fuck that is. So um, stay tuned. Stay tuned. Um, but yeah, there's uh, there's some people on deck that are waiting. So that's all I'll say. Jack, how about you uh, toss up this first track for, for us? Before I do that, real quick, I like how you came for the listener's throat. You're like, you lazy motherfuckers. You can't even <laughs> find your own music. We we have to do it for you. I love that. That's how it is. Though. I mean, uh, like, I anytime I see something new, I want to at least give it like a 30 second iTunes preview listen at the very least. And oh, it dude. could be, yeah, it could be the like the best thing I've ever heard. But there are still people to this day that are like, oh, yeah, the last record I checked out was Glow On. And I'm like, I want to punch you in your fucking mouth right now. <laughs> like, unacceptable behavior. Unacceptable. But- the uh, first track we got going on here is from a band called Demand. They're from my neck of the woods, so like D- like DC, DMV area, if you're familiar with that acronym. Um, the album's called Nearly Human, and the track's called Shift. I think it's the first track off the record. Um, I'm, I guess I'm like a Demand super fan, I guess. I just really fuck with that band a lot. I think I've seen at least half their shows. Um, it's... They started off, I think, with their demo doing like a more Revolution Summers type of thing uh, mixed with like up some modern elements. But like this newer stuff is more maybe React Records. Like you could put this on a React Records thing or like Locking Out Spectrum and be like, okay, if you fuck with either one of those, you'll probably get down with this. Mm. And um, there's this like, you ever hear a riff that where like it's going, it's like a transition riff and it's going into like a a two-step and you just feel like you need to kick down someone's door. But that's what I feel like doing. You, when you hear it, you'll, you'll get it. You just the highest kick front kick you can give, and you just go into this a nice little a nice little stride. Mm. That's what I'm doing in my head, at least. But um, okay, do you know anything about this band other than what I've just said? Uh, other than the fact that I really like the band name and I really like the um, the the name of the album, Nearly Human is is it feels a little bit darker, but Demand feels like just a a perfect hardcore name. Just one word, Demand. <laughs> It's to the point. There's like intention behind it. Yeah, I yeah. I really like that. So, it, you oh, know, two other things I wanted to, to mention real quick. Please, uh, I believe uh, Brad from I think that's his name from Ty plays in this. Oh, so um, yeah, so that that's another like some credentials thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So like, hopefully, piques someone's interest. And the album came out on Extinction Burst Records, which I guess is out. In California, but yeah, just wanted to make sure threw that out there before we dove in. Okay. First. Well, it it already sounds like it's high demand for demand. So let's check out this song "Shift" by Demand. <laughs> right here i think 
Yep, fucking kick the door. Move that door down. I feel like with this kind of sound, you kind of need it in. Consistently solid the whole way through. Oh god, yeah, dude. Yeah. It's like it ended right at the perfect time that I wanted. Like you know, like when you're in your head, it's like all right, I think the song should wrap up and then it would just be perfect. Like it, it did. It didn't yeah. overstay its welcome. And I just hope that this band picks up like steam. I feel like they're still very much like a regional act. I think they're like really only playing like Richmond, like in like the Mid Atlantic. But hopefully, people from elsewhere will hear this and be like, I need to see it. Mm-hmm. Maybe they'll demand. Demand, come and see them. Maybe I'll demand a shift in how much demand plays regionally. Oh, I just realized this is funny. This is the second time uh, on a podcast I've given a demand song. The first one was for uh, uh, Davin's uh, return episode. I think the first one from this year. I was like, I I know that we haven't done demand on this show. Yeah, not on this one, but uh, uh, she was at This Is Hardcore, and I ran into her, and I just did it in person once. So I was like, I think at that point, the demand demo that came out in 2021 was just put on streaming. So I was Mm. like, yo, listen to it. So like I said, super fan, just (laughs) more demand. (laughs) More demand. Uh, Shout out to Davin. Really happy that Mark for Life is back rocking and uh, doing the goddamn thing. Um, All right, next up, my first pick. We're going to listen to a band called Blood Runs Cold, which before we were recording, Jack and I were having a back and forth because they were referring as like, oh, yeah, I, I've, I've listened to this band before. I'm like, this is a debut thing. But I guess there's another band overseas mm-hmm. uh, that oh, they, yeah. they were implying. But this is a brand new band from Long Island. Um, this got put out by days and when you know lumpy was you know in the caption it was saying it has members of koyo sanction and separated and koyo and sanction alone i was like oh i'm very intrigued i think joey um from koyo is not not doing vocals but i think he's back on the instruments because you know people that before people know knew who koyo was and you know doing that um style of music everyone was like oh yeah like 
you know, Joey's the typecast spin kick God. So yeah, it's cool go. to see him, you know, back on an instrument. I don't know if he's doing bass or, or guitar specifically or something else, but um, this track just like is the perfect blend of like that, like China hit metal core that like, that does it for me specifically. Um, yeah. I just mm. feel like when you see like, Oh, this has members of this, you know, there's, there's the obvious inclination or uh, there's the obvious thing where it's like, okay, I want to go check that out to see what this person is up to. But I feel like the, um, the resume of, of people involved with this project really showcases the, the art and the work that goes into it. So this is only a two song promo. So I don't know if it's mm. coming out on an EP or an LP or, or whatever, but you know, it's always, it's also funny to be like, this um collection uh has you know members of so and so but like those bands are still existing and going and doing things so yeah who knows if you know blood runs cold will be a fest band or if they will do tours and and things like that um but yeah very very fresh so um i think it's one of my heaviest picks for this list i would say so and I, like I was telling you earlier, I think this is my, my favorite of your picks. And I think we definitely need to state this. The the album art is fantastic. Mm -hmm. I mean, like very simple black and white, like no, no, like splashy colors, but you're just drawn into it. It's like, I feel like if Dragon Ball Z got rebranded, <laughs> they could put like, instead of the BRC, you put GBZ. And this would just fit in really perfectly. I mean, yeah, if any members of that band is listening, like, doing a Dragon Ball Z rip seems very much in the cards for y'all. So, you know, you can take and run with that idea. We, we, Jack and I don't need any residuals or anything like that. No. I love planting ideas free. for merch items on this podcast and, and hoping mm -hmm. maybe one of those manifests, but you know, one, a boy can dream. Uh, so without further ado, this is the song residuals by blood runs cold.
this is the China moment. Yes. And even just the the echo of the China at the end there, they mm. they didn't need to do that, but I am so happy they did because that China mosh part at the end is so like iconic for yeah. so many types of heavy music, and just to have that like the the entire Wuhan uh symbol company is just applauding when they hear shit like that. So. If if you play different like, kind of symbols, I'm sorry, but yeah. it's very Wuhan China sounding to me. <laughs> do you remember? I'm gonna make this connect. It's gonna sound weird, but do you remember uh, ever watching the Brace War uh, video with all the cats in it? With all the cats in it? No. Yeah, someone made back in like the early days of YouTube. Uh, I think it's I forgot what the Brace War song is, but like it's pretty much this woman feeding like a hundred plus cats in her home and they're just going ape shit. And then it's just the race <laughs> war song playing behind it, which is fucking fantastic. Um, I want to do the same th- concept, but with this song and like, you know, the, the TikToks are like reels that you'll see of like gorillas doing crazy shit. They'll just be like spinning in circles and fucking moshing pretty much. Right. I just wanted to do that. Jack just like gorillas. <laughs> when listening fucking, to that yeah, Beating just, like, their chest. Yeah. Yeah, just fucking going absolutely fucking bonkers. Yeah, so I'm I'm really excited to hear. I hope it's I I would if I had to take a guess for a side project of of this with the members of this band, it might be an EP. If they came out the gate swinging with an LP, like that's Christmas morning for me. So uh, go check that out if you haven't. Uh, I'm sure Days will have details of that. Uh, soon with all the other we have a few days bands on this list here so yeah that's right that's right got to man they're upcoming kings yeah so um the next is our very first patreon pick um so i'm very excited um because we got a good array of like some popular picks as well as some ones that that weren't even at least on my radar i don't know if uh, mm-hmm. if i'm speaking the same for you jack but the band that we have is called Grave Grave Way um, mm-hmm. from Idaho. So just south of me, um, you know, I don't know if they're Boise bred, but, you know, Idaho, nonetheless, oh, I can tell you the name. It's a to me, no, no diss in the town name, but I think it's a funny town name. Oh, they're from you have the town name. Uh, yeah, where they're from. Yeah, it's Pocatello. Pocatello. Idaho. Yeah, it sounds like an Italian town just in Idaho somewhere. It's like sounds like oh, a, yeah. a B side Pokemon name that like pokes oh, you. Dude. I was gonna say that or like maybe like a weird like town, like one that doesn't have a gym, but you have to go through there and do some like <laughs> side quest shit. Yeah, just to get like a, a TM or an HM or something. Um, exactly. Yeah, so Graveway from Idaho, Pocatello, Idaho. Um, The track we're going to be checking out is Fresh Poison off their self-release EP, Apostles of Punishment, which Mm. as soon as I read that, I was like, like, that's hard. Um, It is hard, yeah. This, um, I'm going to just play the track because I don't know if you've checked it out already. I've only listened to like a snip of it, but I think for these Patreon picks, we should just like tee up the necessary information and then mm-hmm. have a kind of a review section of it versus the tracks that we've already hand selected yeah i've given them a cursory listen but i don't know if i've listened to this track all that much so it's still pretty fresh to me sure 
All right, so we'll we'll do that. Go, you know, this is us, you know, figuring out how to do this this new way of uh, the Patreon picks mid episode. But I I feel like that's the best move. So, uh, fresh poison from Grave Way. Let's check it out. Very cool. Uh, yeah. What are your initial thoughts there, Jack? I think it fits within like some of the more like heavier death metal infused hardcore that's coming out of like Idaho in general. So like I, I think it pairs well with, with that. Um, I think um, it gave it gave me like a nostalgic vibe for like when I got into hardcore in like the end of like the two thousands, I think there were bands that were trying to do sort of a little bit later in hate breed influence kind of stuff like past perseverance. And it has, it has that kind of like old school quality to it. Like if you would have told me this band was from like long Island and they put out something in 2004 and played a line of scrimmage. I'd be like, okay, mm-hmm. yeah, sure. Yeah. I think that makes sense. Um, but I think it's neat. Uh, not something that 
I traditionally listen to like that stuff. So I've been on more of like a faster kick, but like, it's good. Mm-hmm. I can't deny that. Yeah. I think the, uh, all of the, the songwriting and like, you know, those are definitely like two step worthy parts, you know, perfect tempo. Like mm-hmm. the, the vocalist sounds hit, like the vocalist sounds as angry and agitated as like the artwork for this release. It's just very like in your face, showing a lot of teeth. Um, I think if there was one thing that if I could personally tweak it, it would be like just mm. like raw up the production just a little bit. Um, mm, it feels yeah. a little like, you know, there's a little too much on the, you know, the production level. And I feel like if they had a little bit more grit and it was a little messier, I feel like I, you know, it would go from a like to a love, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, and I think it, this speaks for like a lot of bands that play this style. Because I mean, nowadays you can have like a, a crystal clear production, but like on some things, you you still want it to be like gritty and like ripping. You know what I mean? You don't want it to be so crisp that it's like almost glossy over. You're like, okay, like you like everything sounds so like perfectly mashed and like leveled that like you kind of like lose focus a little bit you want something to like, kind of grab you yeah so but still i mean i'd mosh to it yeah not yeah yeah mosh. and the fact that i'm discovering of a band that's like pretty close to at least you know my neck of the woods uh just with a border in between it's like hey you know idaho there's lots of bands from idaho that come up to play calgary so if you want if if you're in grave way and want to uh make your way um up here uh bang my line and we'll make it happen but thanks for submitting that um patreon crew um you got a pick next for us yeah i got something that i'm i'm pretty excited for um because recently i've been revisiting some stuff from like my younger years i don't know what it is like some of the stuff that i uh just gave maybe a cursory listen to when i was like getting into hardcore or like i listened for the first year i just never revisited after that Mm. so like i've been listening to like a lot of stop and think uh free spirit kind of stuff um and this band reminds me a lot of that and it's something that a friend of mine uh kenny uh who's from my my hometown um we talk about that a lot because he's really big into that style and we're like oh man i wish bands would play more like this and it's it's so fucking close to that style like i fucking love it it's like i like when i'm listening to something and you want to sing along but the motherfuckers just going so fast dude they're spitting so much shit so quickly it's like you just no way you can fucking catch up you have to just like let them go um and so i I like that especially it coming out of australia too like that i feel like that's uh an entire scene that they have down there uh and that continent that like there's so much diversity in sound like you're not gonna like be stuck with the same old same old like oh we're all doing like the heavy hardcore thing or everyone's trying to do like the metal like early 2000s metal chords like there's such a breadth of like diversity down there Mm -hmm. and i'm pretty sure uh i know i haven't even said the the band yet so the band's called engage Mm -hmm. uh the song is called ignorance on parade which i think was their debut single off of this release called eight songs Mm -hmm. and it's coming off the record label that probably many of you are familiar with called Last Ride Records. Um, I think I think people are really going to enjoy this. Like it's it's still in like the the demand corner. Like you could put those two bands together and they play and it makes sense. But um, wh- what do you think 
Let me ask you just a question. I, I want to know, like, did you ever have like any affinity towards like the Boston hardcore of like the two thousands? Like, not like say like the melodic stuff, like half harder verse, but like, you know, like the early locking out stuff. Did you ever like buck up that in your youth? Not as much, but I was going to shows where it's like, why does everyone have a padlock on their hoodie or their windbreaker? So yeah. I was like aware. And, you know, mm-hmm. there was a breadcrumb trail um, that was started for that, but it wasn't apparent in um, it. It wasn't a part of my my journey for sure. Oh, nice. I think this is interesting, though, because like for me, like I don't live I didn't live anywhere near Boston or like the Northeast. I was like a good 12 hours away. But like all my old heads and their bands would cover like Righteous Jams or fucking Stop and Think mm. or Step Forward. And it's like that's fucking uh, <laughs> it, it, it just felt like it was a mini Boston away from Boston. It's like, all right, this is what we fuck with, I guess. Right. Um, I I do want to say before I play this track as someone that is super into um, the content side of the hardcore scene, like documenting, taking photos, taking video. Um, I have to give props to this band for using a, a long exposure photo as a part of their cover, because that is like not the norm when it comes to when a band does, you know, a promo or they just have a shot of the band. It's usually fisheye shot, high flash, you know, high contrast, um, and a lot of the photographers that do this kind of style where it's like the long exposure where you have the dragging lights and all of that, um, mm-hmm. a lot of those photos might get posted, but never used for like th- this kind of means. So, um, first off, I don't know who f- took the photo, but the, the photo is a vibe. So if you took it, great job. Um, uh, but also props to the man for, um, going with something like that versus like, you know, the, your classic, um you know fish eye eight millimeter kind of uh you know live shot so um yeah i'm i'm excited to check it out the the 62 62 seconds of this track so uh without further ado ignorance on parade by australia's engage That was the most unexpected guitar solo I've heard in a long, long time. <laughs> yeah, I definitely saw the look of surprise on your face, but it fits so well, didn't it? It was just mm-hmm. like a little burst of energy, just like boop. Just gotta let and it it's roll. not like a it's just just straight out the gate. That's so sick. I just like I want more of this style so bad. Like I'm gonna probably listen to this on repeat again and again and again because like you can't beat something 
that like is so short like the whole release i don't know how long it is but like you could play it like three times back and you'd still be like doing the same workout at the gym or still in the same drive you're like oh i you can just keep digesting it it makes you want more so i love that about this this record and i hope just like speeds coming over to the u.s i hope more australia bands come i think engage would really kill uh especially up in like the northeast and midwest i think it'd be, be dope i feel like when speed because speed is a band of a bunch of great dudes um that are at later stages in life so there's more responsibilities and trying to figure out ways to to make things work um uh but i would love to see a australian takeover tour that had yes. you know and this is a bit of a a, a a tease into a track that i have later on but if it was speed a wall winner circle and fucking engage taking over the fucking us of a yes. that would be ah. gnarly um so next track is got a bit of a special surprise to it so um jack and i were talking when it came to different ways that we can just elevate the show a little bit more uh in addition to the dope tracks um and this came as an idea because you know there there are sometimes people that put out demos and like you know they're very new to um not like they're specifically new to hardcore but it's like i I might only have the bandwidth to talk with them about that specific release at that given point with all mm -hmm. the other shit I have going on. So we talked about for these listen up episodes to do some call in shit. Um, so we're the next band we're going to be um, listening to. We're going to be having, um, I think, one at least one member of the band. Um, and we're going to just have a really quick five to ten minute little uh, back and forth about it. But um, the next band we're going to be talking about is a brand new band called Princess. Um, this band just kind of popped up on my radar, just kind of through my algorithms before they even had any music out. And I was like, the name is interesting. The I think that they had a logo out, so I was like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna follow along and see what happens. Um, and the demo definitely met my expectations, and then some. Um, they've been able to play a, a few shows at this point, and uh, you know, when I reached out to Mel, who sings for this band, uh, they were very very down. Uh, they're in the waiting room right now, so I definitely want to get to the track so they're not waiting too too long. Uh, but the yeah. track we're gonna be listening to is called ignorance is bliss um you know there's definitely a lot of like punk hardcore uh on this demo but i feel like it is a little bit more hardcore leaning rather than mm -hmm. punk um there's some gritty like heaviness to it even though i can tell that the tuning of this is in standard or drop d it's not like you know it, it's kind of the 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 end game effect um because we play in drop D and people are like that last breakdown is so heavy. And it's like, it's, it's a, it's a very high tuning compared to most bands um, that mm -hmm. are playing in the game right now. So um, yeah, I'm really excited. Um, let's play the track and then let's let Mel in and we can chat with them a little bit more. Yeah, let's do it.
Mm. Spicy. Uh, dude, I love that. I love this one. Okay, let's let Mel in the fucking Zoom call. Mel. Hello, how are you? Good. (laughs) We just listened to um, Ignorance is Bliss off the demo. Um, I've been vibing. Uh, Jack, Jack, do you know Jack? I don't. I don't. Jack runs (laughs) an amazing account and zine called What It Takes. Um, and, uh, Jack, tell me, was that your first time checking out the, uh, the, the demo or at least that track specifically? I checked it out once before, uh, but it's still pretty new to me, but I just, I, I forgot how dumb heavy it got towards the end. Like you have like <laughs> a full ass song in the beginning and then it just goes yep. to like clear the floor for the moshers for the last minute of the track and just go for it. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. <laughs> so uh, Mel, first off, thank you for joining us. This is the first time we're doing a call in for this show. And then, you know, like, uh, you know, there's some technical things that we're figuring out, but like that was a seamless jump into the call and say, what's up. So um, for the mm-hmm. listeners at home, do you want to just, you know, say your name, what you do in the band and, and where you're based? Yeah. Um, so I'm Melina or Mel, whatever works best for everybody. Um, I am the vocalist of uh, Princess and we're based in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Um, so I uh, again, you you will hear when the full episode comes out. But I was telling mm-hmm. Jack, like, I don't know how Princess popped up on your radar, but I think just the name and the and the logo. And I was like, OK, there's there's something here. And you y'all didn't even have music out at this point so yeah um you know was the the announcement of everything before music was like oh oh shit there's a lot of like eyes on us now and was that adding a bit into like the um the prep to drop the music or did you have the music already ready to go before any of that was going on yeah so I feel like definitely um, in our scene, like specifically like in Pittsburgh and stuff, especially with hardcore and punk, there's not a lot. There is a lot, but there's not too much like hardcore and punk together. So I feel like us kind of announcing that we were going to be a band and we were starting this. um, A lot of people were like, yo, that's awesome. Like, I'm really excited to hear it. And as we kind of heard that from like a lot of other people, we were starting to get a little bit nervous, but we definitely (laughs) were like, we were like, okay, we got this. Like, it's going to be good and we're having fun. That's all that matters. Um, So a lot of like pressure kind of building up to that and also like our release and everything. Cause whenever we started just like practicing in general, um, we, we didn't really think anything of it. We were like, this is fun. We're in a band. Like, this is so cool. And we're like friends. So it's even better. Um, so we had music before we were going to even release anything. Um, and we were like, we should definitely do like an EP. And once we started kind of telling people about that, like kind of on the side, 
they were like, oh, I'm really excited to hear it. Like, I can't wait to, for it to come out and everything. And we were like, all right, good. And we were still a little bit nervous, but we were definitely like super excited. And we can tell everybody else was super excited about it. So it's definitely for everyone, for sure. Yeah. Um, and you've played shows at this point, but it's on, you can count them on one hand, right? Yeah, it's pretty, I mean, we've played only a couple. Yeah, you're right. So I mean, even like the first one we ever did, it just felt so like natural in a way. Um, Cause like Jordan and uh, Noah and Zach were already in like other bands. So I was kind of just like the rookie kind of coming in and like, we were all, were kind of like, all right, we're just going to do it. And I was like, yeah, we're just going to do it. <laughs> um, but it like definitely was just so much fun. And like, even all the shows, like, even though we've only played like a couple, it's definitely been like some of the most amazing and like, fulfilling like experiences of my entire life so mm. yeah yeah that's very cool uh jack uh yeah. sorry you, you i was about to jump in and say yeah, yeah. I, i'm glad that you mentioned mel that like pittsburgh scene doesn't really have a lot of like hardcore punk because like when i mm -hmm. i'm very used to things coming out of pittsburgh that's like very like maybe like egg punk weirdo like basement stuff and then you have that right. heavy beat down shit and so like yeah. <laughs> when i saw the name princess like all right this is gonna be maybe more of like you know like the like stuff that you would hear play of like warthog or something like that yeah. but like i was pleasantly surprised by the sound i just like been curious to where you guys are drawing influence from like is there anything like locally that like echoes what you're playing now or are you guys drawing influence from like elsewhere so our influencers were kind of just like you know growing up kind of listening to more hardcore punk because I definitely grew up not listening to too much hardcore I kind of was new for it for a little bit but um our influences were like you know now bands like gel scowl um primitive blast uh power mm -hmm. trip like all of those like really hardcore down to the nail punk like scene stuff so um and even like our scene here I know um the band body farm they're like a pretty big punk band um like in pittsburgh and ohio so they like even seeing them whenever we weren't like formed as a band mm -hmm. we really kind of were like that's really sick and we need to do that we need to have more of that here you know so yeah definitely all those influences for sure hmm. yeah i can definitely hear it i mean I, I i can hear like sort of like the first half of the song like very gel like but like then it it's the kind of heavy that like reminds me of like like stout i don't know if you ever listened to stout from oh, baltimore yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. something yeah. <laughs> just just like so igno you're just like jaw dropping so i'm mm. i'm really excited to hopefully see y'all because i don't live that far away from pittsburgh i'm in okay. uh I'm, i live outside of dc so it's like four hour drive i think yeah. um but yeah no great work on this uh thank me you. and spencer obviously we both love it <laughs> but uh oh, yeah no you. this is fantastic um thank you mel i have a question um and yeah. i and i have I'm I'm currently in the same not predicament, but there is kind of a thing where bands will have a bit of a a theme or a vibe for like a different release. So mm -hmm. you're coming out the gate uh, with the band name Princess, and then you have like you know the little tiara and like that kind of thing. Um, and I don't know if you've thought as far as like okay, like are we just going to continue with this all throughout the existence of this band, or are we going to have to like upgrade the royalty over time or you know right. are we going to have releases that you know the name is still going to be princess but it's not going to be anything tied to that D does that make question sense as far as yeah. the question i'm asking yeah 
Yeah, no, for sure. I definitely think, um, like, whenever we formed the band and kind of, like, we're trying to find a name, I, like, the reason why our name is Princess is just because I said Rainbow Princess Unicorn, and I thought that was the funniest thing ever, and then Jordan was like, Princess, that's it, that's the one we need. Um, And then from there, we were just like, we need to, like, have a crown. I feel like that'd be cool, because a lot of people kind of see the name Princess, and they're like, okay, this could be literally anything. This could be like an indie band or like something like, or like a noise band. Um, And so I think the crown is kind of like a fun add on to it. I don't, I I actually think that we might try and just continue on like the crown thing. Cause I know we really like our first couple shows, we bought crowns and like gave them to our friends to wear whenever they like were moshing or like just vibing to our music. And <laughs> You're they, just on pic- stage? Yeah. No, literally. Just they literally were just like, yeah, they were just wearing them the whole time. And I was like, that's so sick. Like that I was very having sick. like some hardcore kids wearing crowns while like hitting each other in the pit. Like, um, so I definitely think that I feel like we're definitely going to keep the crown kind of, mm-hmm. kind of, you know, just a symbol of like us. Cause I feel like we're all very, um, just, masculine feminine energy together and like mm. not that there, not that there needs to be that but i just think it's really cool that we all kind of were like this is a good thing like this is our look now i guess mm-hmm. but i feel like maybe down the line if we are feeling like spicy or different we'll change it up a little bit but i feel like princess and the crown kind of go together a little bit so yeah and i like the the predicament in one of the side projects that i just started um uh our demo is called the boot camp demo. And we have a lot of like okay. this, like, you know, there's gun firing and like drill sergeant yeah. samples. <laughs> and as, as fun as it is right now, because we played our second show last night, it is yeah. definitely like w- we cannot like this is a well that will run dry. And even if we are scraping mm-hmm. at the bottom. So it was just kind of curious of, off of something where it's like it is a bold move to do something like that. But mm-hmm. I, but I think you can take it in so many different ways as uh, right. there's new releases, um, which brings right. me to a next question, because shortly after self-releasing this demo, y'all announced that you're going to be on uh crime wave records out of Connecticut. So is yeah. the, is the move to, I guess, like do physicals of the demo through them and new release, or is it all just going to be new shit? So I know we are releasing um, physicals of like um, our EP that we just did. So we're doing um, CDs and cassettes cassettes through um, Crime Wave. Um, And then from there, like we're building up like new music where we've already got like a couple songs like ready to go to record. Um, So I think right now we're kind of going with the flow in a way but also Mm -hmm. like conversing with rob who is um crime wave records and kind of like teaming together and like seeing what like his brain our brain like together kind of make in like this process and everything so yeah okay cool um so do you think we'll be uh seeing more new music this year are you guys gonna like take some time to like craft it I think for sure there's going to be new music this year. I, okay, cool. No I'm, doubt. I'm here for <laughs> Yeah, we're ready. We have some songs ready. Like, we can record tomorrow and we'll be good. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Set it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> um, who's your favorite princess? Oh, gosh. That's so hard. Fictional I, or real? I'm not even going to lie. Like, this is going to be really weird, but I am a Disney. I'm a Disney bitch. I don't care. <laughs> I love it. I know, like, everybody hates the Disney adults. I 
I don't think I am one. I just really like it. But um, oh, that's so hard. I would say probably like fictionally, like Snow White. I know that's very generic, but mm. like I just grew up watching that. Um, her and like Princess Jazz. So like, yeah, those two. <laughs> okay, you got to respect the OGs. You know, like, yeah, like yeah. they were they, they laid the groundwork for other princesses to walk. You know? Exactly. So. Jack, yeah. what about you? Favorite princess? Oh, <laughs> uh, God, man. Um, I would say. I've been on like a video game. My brain's just like stuck in video games. So like Princess Peach from like Mario Kart. Ooh, yeah. I feel like like That's when I used one. to play Mario Kart, <laughs> I'd play Princess Peach, and I always thought it yeah. was um, just a, a killer character. I mean, yeah. she's she's got a lot of power. I mean, she's making Mario do all this like crazy shit. You know, like <laughs> she's got like a vice grip on him. I respect that. Yeah, she's a badass. <laughs> I, I'm more of a Daisy fan myself, um, but you know, gotta respect. Uh, arguably who Daisy is like Daisy is a clone of Peach at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. Um, If I had to pick one, I think I'm going to go Star Wars and say Princess Leia and go with the, you know, the buns. Um, Yeah. But yeah, you know, I think that there's definitely a lot um, to come for, uh, for princess. And, you know, because you guys are based in PA, it's really cool to see when bands, because I've done that with the majority of my projects where I see a traditional thing that a lot of what a scene is known for. And I want that other band that I really like. And then I just go and start that band versus just like right. complaining about it. So um, right. anything you want to plug or shout out um, when it comes to stuff going on uh, with what you guys are doing? Yeah, um, we have a couple shows in April coming up. Both both are in Pittsburgh, but um, there's stuff in the works happening for later on in the year. Um, and also CD cassette release in April. So definitely look out for that. Look out for new music. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. definitely, you know, with all the bands, we're going to be like listing all of those. But I think, Jack, we should include anyone who's, you know, taking some time out of the day to chat with us. So we'll include the mm-hmm. links for Princess and all of that kind of stuff in the you oh, in yeah. not in the YouTube. This is audio only. So it'll be in the description of this podcast. Yes, um, exactly. Mel, great to chat with you. Thanks for calling in, yeah, um, you know. Thank you. And uh, yeah. Oh, before you go, because this was this is a must for the show. Did you have a bev that you wanted to quickly check? I do actually. Okay, great. We just it was so, so seamless. I, I was like, oh, that worked perfectly. But yeah, bev me before you go. Yeah. Okay, so I was gonna get coffee today, but I have had like a really chaotic morning for some reason, like with my cats and everything. So I just got an energy drink. Very oh. simple, very easy. Yes. I was like, I did not sleep well, so we're just gonna do an energy drink and move on with the day but it's uh, the strawberry <laughs> apricot one so goaded flavor super yummy yeah. yes yes for yeah. sure okay well well mel thank you for joining us um yeah mm, this was a blast you. i'm sure that you know when uh princess has new music later on this year um yeah. we've already talked about having you on for an official interview so stay tuned for that if you're a princess fan and uh yeah thanks for, for thanks for jumping on Thank you. I appreciate it so much. Okay. See you later. Goodbye. Have a good day. Bye. All right. That was look at that. Yeah, that was a blast. That was so <laughs> fun. Um, yeah. Yeah. It was way less stressful than I thought. I was like <laughs> I was gonna give you the side eyes, like, where's the bev check? I was like, uh, <laughs> are dude, you gonna forget it that? Always, it always it's happened <laughs> way more times than I'd like to admit. 
But there are times where when Jordan's here producing the show, he's like, Spencer, Bev check. But, you know, sometimes I I saved it. I would have been way more critical of myself if I have to listen back and I didn't. I would have called Mel back and be like, jump back on. We need to do the Bev check. <laughs> All right. Um, so the next song that we have picked is uh another patreon pick um which i realize is the only time in listen up history of having a repeat band because most times it's like i always try to keep it fresh i always try to keep all the bands unique and uh but this is the first time from a uh a track that we played last month and the patreons uh or the patrons were like we also want to hear this track so um we're going to be listening to exhibition again um the first time we listened to them last month they just had a few songs out and now the the full album the last laugh on triple b records is out um definitely hitting a lot of people's i'm seeing it pop up a lot of my on my stories and, and my instagram so a lot of people are vibing with it um you know, we already vibed with it last month, so I know that we're going to vibe with it again. Um, but yeah, I'm, um, you know, I'm I'm stoked to see, I guess, our inclinings of, I think this is something dope. And, you know, for other people to be like, it is dope. Please play more. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm happy this is a person. I think they deserve it. I mean, they, I feel like there's been a good buildup for anticipation of like the LP to come out. And now it's in everybody's ears and hands. So like, why not play it again? If that's what the people want, the people will get it. That is the motto of this show. So uh, exhibition track is called Bottom Feeder.
Nothing left to say. Damn. I think that's wrong. I mean, I got stuff to say. Um, <laughs> they shouldn't be so presumptuous. Got him. <laughs> I was going to say that for real. Like from what I remember of the first song that we played from them last month, um, I think I like this one better by, by a mm. lot. I mean, I think this is a it's kind of groovy and, and like soloy riffy in the in the beginning, and then it just like full charge, man. Like, which I just, song did we? Pl- oh, we we did on the run last month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So I think like a like a head to head with these two. I think this one's the clear winner. Also, out the gate guitar solo is such a power move. So like, <laughs> the, the, we've already if we go a hat trick, and for the American listeners that do not know a fuck all about sports, if we can get three like blisteringly good guitar solos, I'll. I think it's an automatic W of this episode. And we're already two of the three there. So, you know, we had the you got the W already on your hat too, man. You're already prepared. Yeah, I'll give I'll give the dub. But um <laughs> Shift had an awesome guitar solo. That track had an awesome guitar solo. So I don't I think maybe. I think so. But we'll see. T- stay tuned and and we will see. All right. Pick of yours is next. Oh, yeah. And this is, uh, to my knowledge, another first. This is a band from Central America called, um, I hope I don't butcher the name. It's Ardid, A-R-D-I-D. Uh, the album's called Idealista de la Violencia, and they're from uh, San Jose, Costa Rica. Um, Not California. Kind of pop- <laughs> Not California, but, but Not Costa from Rica. The Bay. Probably the, the, the OG San Jose uh, in North America, I would imagine. Uh, <laughs> but, um, Sorry to break it to everyone my... in the Bay. Th- this is for the OG Bay. <laughs> um, I, I got these guys on my radar about two years ago. They did a, a self-titled EP back in February of 2021. Mm-hmm. And I just thought it was interesting that like, like obviously hardcore exists everywhere, but like you never really see much come out of Central America. And this band just like stands out really well. Uh, they're doing more of like the punk leaning kind of hardcore sound. I think they're definitely not like D beat or anything by that means, but like you could probably put them on with like a convulse records crowd and they would, they would really vibe with it. So like hmm. things of that nature, maybe like a, a candy apple or like um, a lib band, like somewhere in between those two, you know, like okay. they're, they're a little noisy. Um, and I think it's, it's just neat that, they're continuing on, you know, like that was a pandemic release and now they're, we're clearly out of the pandemic and they're still like charging on with more music. So mm-hmm. major respect to them. Yeah. And it's always great. Cause I feel like Jack always one one ups me with like pulling the wildest band from the out, the, the outskirts of the, the map when it comes to, to DIY and punk music and, uh, um, yeah, I'm really excited to to check this out. Um, it definitely has a uh, um, just like the black and white, the Reaper on the the artwork pointing at the the little child. So um, I'm intrigued. Um, s- how would you say this song then? Se- Severino, oh. <laughs> brother, you're you're asking the wrong person. Uh, I feel like you yeah, did a pretty I'll- good job at the the album name at the very least. 
Well, I appreciate that. Yeah, Severino. Yeah, that I think that's probably the best way to say it. But you know what? I'm, we're just two pasty white dudes. So what do we know? <laughs> All right, Severino uh, by Arded. Uh, sorry if both of those are wrong or if one of them is wrong. But let's check it out. God there bless every punk drummer in the world that plays that BPM. <laughs> there are... Dude, it's just, <laughs> it's an impressive feat of human ingenuity, man. Like, I don't know just how it's done. Just going, like, for even two, in a, two minutes that, or that, that that track was, with, like, no breaks, God, that's, like, a workout and a half. Imagine the dudes, uh, whoever's like drumming is, is pretty ripped. You got to be like in good conditioning. The thing is, <laughs> most punk drummers are just these scrawny, bare bones individuals. And they're just like, uh, 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 and they're just like losing their marbles. But um, that's very cool. I like the production on that is like exactly what I want. Um, mm -hmm. It really reminded me of uh, a band up here in Canada called Chain Whip. As far as having that yeah, really yeah, fast, yeah, yeah. really like, like very cool. Um, also, like it's really refreshing to be listening to punk or or hardcore music that isn't singing in English, um, oh, and hearing you. something that's like you know to their you know native language. I think is like really cool. I don't know, I don't know. That's probably a quick a quick Google search away. Um, as far as the main language that's spoken in Central America, I guess Spanish. That's what Google I would imagine. Me. So, I mean, there's there's definitely some indigenous languages that are spoken, especially like in Mexico. But I don't know. So I've never ventured down that way. I, I also imagine, I mean, 
I know that like a lot of people in the U.S., at least like in the South, uh, I have a couple of, of like family friends that have gone out on vacation there like religiously. So like I think there's probably a good amount of English speakers too, but I'd imagine Spanish is definitely one of them. Yeah, so that's very cool. And probably the only band from Central America that at least I know are the people that uh that, that are listening. So, um, you know, go check out that band and I'm sure that they're shouting out and plugging some other bands from that area. So um, next on the list is a bit of a sonic genre change, but this is a this is a release that I'm very excited about. Um, the band is called Cloned Apparition, and they're out of Montreal. Uh, the track we're going to be listening to is The Coming of Spring, which is off their self-released debut EP. What's funny is I had this pick lined up as a personal one of mine, and then uh, when we did the call out for the Patreon pick, someone else recommended it. So I was like, oh, I'll just slot that in there and, and pick something else. But it was, you know, it was cool to see, you know, I'm not just, you know, I'm not just an, on an, a cloned apparition island. There's other people that are very excited about it. Um, the genre change that I was alluding to is, for me, hearing this, like, one of my favorite records of all time is um jar by daylight which is now super heaven um that record is just perfect the vibe the vocals and when i heard uh clone operation which has a a, a huge friend of, of scoped um alice um who is a fantastic photographer um they've helped out on a major in on a lot of different scope projects and Definitely saved my ass when it came to helping me film Montreal Madhouse because I had a family emergency that came out. They essentially became the me of making sure that cameras were rolling and all that. So I have to have to plug uh, Alice. Uh, I'm going to just drop their um, their IG for the folks. So it's H period I-R-S-C-H on Instagram. Please, 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 please go follow Alice. Um, they're a very talented and hardworking individual. Um, and to see them in a band and singing um, is is very cool to see. It's cool to see, you know, uh, you know, it's always funny when people like only know me through the podcast and then they see my band live and they're like, oh, what? You do, you do both of those things? So, um, yeah, uh, when it comes to that style of music and all of that, Jack, where are are you as much a fan of that as I am? Are you not? Where are you on that spectrum? Dude, I normally wouldn't be fans of this kind of stuff, but the kids got chops. I mean, I, <laughs> I got to see them firsthand because they opened up uh, the Montreal Madhouse on the first day. Mm -hmm. And to, I'm always impressed uh, more so of bands that have singing in it that you can pull off the same quality live that you do on the record, but it was spot on. Mm -hmm. And I just, it reminds me of back in like my emo scene kid days where I would just pull up YouTube and maybe put on like a three days grace or like Lincoln park song and just try to make myself depressed before I got on the bus, like <laughs> in a good way. Like this is <laughs> like, Oh, <laughs> like 15, like 15, 16 years ago, I would have like played this every day. Right. On like my shitty uh, off-brand uh, iPod, mm -hmm. and I would have been living life large. So like, I hope <laughs> I'm glad that we actually like put a song like this on here because I think you know because most of the fest that they played it was mostly hardcore bands. They were the only band that really sounded like that for the most part. Mm -hmm. uh, 
and it's still the vibe was still good. You could you could stage dive to this. You certainly could like act act a little wild. So I mean, I think people are gonna enjoy it. Just what this? I'm hoping that people will just be like me, and they'll be like, "This kid has so much chops." And not to mention that like tried to fill your big shoes and like doing the filming and like shooting and stuff at the fest and like. He was up, dude. I, I was impressed. I was like, he like, must not get tired. He's just like him, just like posted up in the <laughs> well, corner. Alice, like, hey. Alice did say, uh, because for some reason, filming, like, played a set, filmed the entire fest for Scoped, and then stayed up, like, to God knows how ever what time in the morning to edit a little reel to post the next morning. I'm like, Alice, like, you need to sleep. And they were like, well, you know, I was like, no, you need to sleep. Like, but um, no, they're they're honestly, I wish that they lived way closer to me because like I feel like we would just be absolutely just dominating when it comes to just like different things. But, you know, there, there are a couple of things that we have talked about um, and I hope that a- any opportunity that I can work with them, I definitely try to. Um, and I will say before we play this track, I feel like the the super heaven daylight kind of comparison is spot on and those people that know that band will hear it when we play this but i feel like there is a little bit more core elements i feel like there's a little bit like mm-hmm. able to shoehorn in a little bit more like not like straight up breakdowns but like more heavier parts than what you would hear uh in like a purely adjacent um type of band like um super heaven so Clone Apparition, The Coming of Spring, Montreal Hardcore. Let's check it out.
so tasty. Oh, yeah. That's like perfect strolling in like the park kind of music. Like you're just like chilling by yourself, maybe just trying to wake up and you're just like trying to get into a nice little relaxed zone. <laughs> like it's, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. The whole release, I've listened to the whole thing. I mean, it's it's fucking sick. Yeah, I'm very excited to to see what um what what's next for for that band and I hope that they do some touring and shows in Canada so you know that band could play with like, you know, an end game but could also play with something that's a little bit more adjacent like a false body or something like a even like a flashback where, you know, if you want to go full like mix bill kind of thing. Now um, that would be an exciting run flashback and cloned apparition Mm. that's that to me like i'm sold on that like just give me give me give me those two give me some new metal and some sad boys shit (laughs) there you go yeah very cool all right um next up is a pick of mine um you know people that follow the podcast probably saw that maddie from year the knife was just on had a fantastic chat and interview with her um and that was the first time that we actually did a um an after show um portion so essentially stopped the main episode that released publicly and recorded for another 40 minutes which is crazy to even think about um that's a patreon only um uh, like bonus episode essentially. So um, if you're a Patreon listener and you haven't checked that out, definitely do. If you like You're the Knife or Maddie, definitely go check that out as well. Um, but, you know, we talked a lot about this, you know, new release with her stepping up to the plate to do vocals, you know, all the recording process. And with the fact that they recorded this and then two weeks later have a new record that they recorded as well that will be coming down the pipe at some point. I don't know about this year specifically, but um, I love seeing bands um, that had a really killer um, like full album, you know, take take a breather and, you know, do something like this where it's like just three songs of absolute just menacing destruction. Um, and especially with the you know the the new vocalist kind of style like that's definitely a good way to test the waters but i kind of like to be able to see a band have a big a big full lp do an ep to kind of break it up and then follow that with another lp versus just be lps for the end of time so um i don't know if you agree with that jack but um yeah i mean because lps are kind of like a hard thing to do and to like get into a position where you're like either contractually required to or you just feel like that's like the pathway mm. you're, you're really kind of like putting more on your shoulders than you need to as a band and i think uh, especially if you're doing like a, a more like noticeable change like changing vocalists or maybe changing sounds in a different direction going back to the ep's dope i mean i think that's the easiest way in this kind of like day and age to get music across people really want to be able to digest stuff quickly and then move on or if they like it you know they'll be able to listen to it all in in totality mm-hmm. instead of like having to go through an lp where they might even like if you're on like spotify or something you might be skipping tracks and like not listening to it the track listing so like i'm i'm all for it like i i think the ep route's sick and i also really like this material by by them i think there's a part in this song if i remember correctly that like it sounds stupid to say, but like obviously you're the nice heavy, but like 
there's a heavy part in there. And I was just like, how can this, how is, how is this possible that you're, do, you're doing this? Like, and it's, it just, it, it shouldn't have blown my mind like it did, but it, it just, it raised my eyebrows. We'll I definitely that. think it's the, the, like the newer, like sonic direction that they're going. Plus the, just the madness and beauty that is Taylor Young's pit recording studios. Um, oh, yeah. But I do agree. I think, you know, it, a lot of people have said this, um, but I think this is some of the best year of the knife material to date. So um, we're going to be listening to the title track of the EP, which is Dust to Dust by Year of the Fucking Knife. There's such like uh, a bold move to we don't have to do, do a like a guitar in first to like set up this upcoming mosh part like just yeah full dead stop like nothing in the mix and then just chug 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 and just go straight to the two-step like if i haven't seen that song being performed live but i know that at some of the shows and and fest that you're the knife will be playing the minute that part kicks in, it'll just be an absolute war zone. It were, that part, it finally clicked in my brain what it reminded me of. It reminds me of Naysayer from mm. Richmond. They have kind of like heavy parts like that. Mm-hmm. And that's what tripped me up. It's like they, when you when you get into the heavy realm, some people stick to like a certain lane of heavy, but they combine two different, like maybe even three different types of like heavier sounding hardcore and metalcore into like one song and i can appreciate that because it blended really well mm-hmm. uh, you wouldn't think like paying like the grindier fast death metal shit and then putting like a uh like a richmond hardcore sounding fucking breakdown at the end would, would mix but it does mm-hmm. and i just want more of that i don't know if they're gonna keep giving me more <laughs> of that but i'd i'd like to put in a custom order for it but <laughs> a custom order could you imagine putting a custom order in with bands can you write a song like this? I will pay top dollar. 
maybe that's the future of Patreon, man. You could just like Yo, start DMing people. True. It's like, I'll give you a thousand dollars, Jesus piece, to do this, 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 and this on a song and just give it to me and I'll never release it, but I'll be on a mixed <laughs> CD in my car for the rest of my life. Man, that's so interesting. Because there's a lot of people who have come on the podcast. I just did a interview super recently with that, you know, I always like to ask people like overrated and underrated tracks. And usually the mm -hmm. overrated tracks are like, this just doesn't feel like what this band is now. But I'm sure some people are like, oh, well, I could just pay you. But I guess now we're getting into a conversation about like people making art and then having people like monetize that in like kind of a weird way. But at, at the very least, it's a it's a funny idea of. Yo, can I say something? Can I get on my pedestal real quick? Always, please. Everyone that listens to this is mandated to 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 get on the Patreon train. I'm 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 dead serious. I have no stake in the game. Get on the fucking Patreon train and do and just be a part of the scoped universe. Join the scoped universe. Give Spencer like what it costs to get a fucking coffee and just get extra content because I'm, I'm doing it. I'm not getting special treatment. I'm paying. And I love the extra content. It's fucking been sick. Like the, you mentioned it before the fucking bonus content for Maddie. It was like 40 minutes. Like that's dope. Cause I'm a fan of like longer episodes. Like I'm really like, if I want to listen to a podcast, I'm hoping every time I see a new episode pop up for one that follows, like, I hope it's three hours. <laughs> so like, so People need to get on that. And second, unrelated to anything, I just finished eating a, a blood orange. So shout out to my favorite citrus. Mm -hmm. We all should get on that too. I mean, blood We've oranges. We've documented are sick. your love of blood orange many times on this podcast. Oh, dude, it's so fucking good. There is this one. One last thing. I, I know I'm getting off track. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> there was this one. Uh, I think candy company. I don't know if it was just like a North American thing or like U.S. thing, but it's called Brookside. They had like dark chocolate covered like fruit pieces and stuff and i think they did a limited run of a blood orange with dark chocolate coating Yo. and dude i think about that a lot because i missed out on it i slept and i'll never get the taste that you know i've slept it, and now life is a nightmare <laughs> dude i mean exactly dude that's a, that's the kind of thing when you get older guys you start make, having regrets in life and that's one of my top ones is not getting that because i could have been in a better place I would have had that in my life. <laughs> Be ten times happier. Um, I appreciate you plugging the Patreon. Um, uh, that's that's very kind of you, my friend. Um, it's you know, before we get into the next thing, it is still you know. I think we are just getting to the point of it being a month in of doing that, and like, yeah, it's the response has honestly been crazy. The fact that like you know, I can put out like, hey, we're doing this, and people are like messaging me. Or like I'll I'll I, I'm trying to find the best rhythm as far as like not being overbearing when it comes to posting um on that. But I do realize that like if I'm not being like, hey, this is on Patreon, people aren't gonna be going there to like find out about it. So um, but it honestly has been a huge um, you know, learning curve, but it has been something that's been really fulfilling and something I'm very excited about, especially like you know, being a month in is is one thing. I can't imagine what it's going to be a year in. So, uh, we'll see. What's next? Yeah. What is next? What we have next is the second of two little surprises on this episode. We are going to be playing 
the track No Trust by Negative Blast out of San Diego uh, off an LP called Echo Planet. Um, Something that struck me so much and like intrigued me that I wanted to try to get someone from the band on to talk about the the track and just like the band in general. So I believe I have I don't have the the capabilities to see what's in Spencer's waiting room, but that's that's who we're going to be talking to. Uh, Rain of Negative Blast. Yeah, Rain Rain is here. So let's get straight to the track, and then uh, I'll let them in, and we'll chat with them. Do it. All right. No trust. Negative Blast. I know, right? <laughs> You're just stunned, man. I can see it. <laughs> Your face just fucking. <laughs> I know. I'm genuinely taken aback. That was not that what is... I was expecting. Okay, I have to let Rain in because I have a million yeah. questions. Yeah, let's do it. Rain. Can you hear us? Welcome to the Hello. podcast. Yo. Hey, how's it going? Good. I am a little in shock because I had never heard of you guys before. And that track, we listened to No Trust. And no, I... Trust. I... I, I I have the opposite when it comes to, to Jack's takes. I have full trust. And the fact that, that they put me on to y'all is I, I'm a little lost at words, honestly. I'm not just saying that because you're on the show. Like Jack was just saying that like I was just like my eyes were just like rolling because I just I love it. It's very sick. Well, well Thank done. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Really appreciate you. We we worked really hard on that on, on all the songs on the record. Yeah, like we we've been kind of sitting on them for a while now, but you know, like we've had the time to just really dial them in. We put a lot of a lot of pre-production process into into making mm. them, but 
but with the with the process of making the songs like we try to just belt out the initial ideas just like right away we just throw things out the wall and see what sticks kind of thing but that that no trust uh it came out of one of one of the catchier songs on the record mm-hmm. that one that was really fun to play live for sure yeah um and <laughs> i i should have introed this at the beginning because i was just perplexed by by your music but uh, you're the singer of this band correct yes yeah cool so I, I i uh so my name is rain or rainier my friends call me Rain, so we we usually go by that. But yeah, so I I, I this is the first time I've been doing I've done a band where you know it's like kind of extreme or like yelling vocals for the first time in like over ten years. And oh wow, when, when yeah, hmm. the band kind of started as just sort of like a COVID boredom project, and uh, things just kind of clicked at the right moment, and we were able to form like a solid solid line lineup of dudes, and we've just been playing pretty consistently since then. I have to ask because I, I've had a similar reaction when I first listened to y'all a few days back. You guys like this this LP has like it sounds like it's from a veteran band. Like I, I compared it in my head to like the last Comeback Kid record, where it sounds like that level professional. And I, I just the influences and stuff I'm trying to pin down because to me, I could like hear maybe like self-defense family or like drug church kind of stuff going on Mm -hmm. and i could also hear maybe some like the more like amazing core like melodic stuff of like the early and mid 2000s but like what what's really going in to make this such a fucking stunning formula i I gotta know dude so like everyone in the band like we have a pretty core set of like musical tenets in a certain way like Mm -hmm. we just wanted to make like just back to roots, back to basics, like rock and roll kind of, kind of music. It very, and it's very rock and roll. That that is what's doing it for me. Yeah. Oh yeah. Def, definitely, Alex. Alex is like the riff machine. Like he he is a wizard. Like he was the one that our guitar player Alex. Uh, he he was the one that engineered and mixed the album. But his oh, his shit. influences range quite quite variously. Like he he likes a lot of Metallica, just like classic eighties thrash stuff. He likes like. Doogie Brothers, ACDC, and we're kind of just like digging into like a lot of the core of like what made rock music fun. But given that we have been playing like in our other bands over the past couple decades at this point, like we we brought our our musical playing styles to the table. Like I myself, like I'm a big like Descendants fan. Like I love the mm. Descendants. Like I grew up listening to like Green Day, No Effects, like pretty much anything on the Tony Hawk's Pro Skater soundtrack. Like there you go. That, that was pretty much my my foray, like my, my my introduction into like I guess you could say like heavier underground music. And you know, later on in high school, college, I, I got into, of course, you know, Bad Brains, Minor Threat, you know, and just digging into like those the older styles that were that that were just like at the roots, just raw and intense. But then you know, we we grew up mostly playing in like early two thousands and stuff. So I I was a really big fan of like Kid Dynamite. And, okay. and yeah, even, even bands like Rise Against and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And so so I think just in, in the sense of like our musical habits, like they kind of definitely show like with the songs that we chose, we chose to like write and, and perform. Pat really loves like a lot of like older garage kind of stuff, mm-hmm. like a lot of stuff from the 60s. But more often, like our 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 musical compass is, is generally in the same like uh, in the same area. So, okay. well, damn. Mm-hmm. I noticed that you guys are are based in in San Diego, 
and uh mm-hmm. you know like like i i'm from canada so like i already understand that there's like for for us like the cities as far as like being able to drive places it's like it's very yeah. spread out here um yeah. and, and sometimes i'm like oh california's just got all these cities next to it but you know it is mm-hmm. still a jaunt if if you guys are trying to go up to play la or, or places like that so like what's yeah. the the hardest part of being a band from san diego and how have you either found ways to deal with that or is it like um the local scene there is just like has a little bit more identity because it's not a part of the larger collective of like Southern California hardcore. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes, that makes Mm -hmm. a lot of sense. I mean, SD has had just like an interesting history with, with music in general. I mean, even geographically speaking, like San Diego, there's the concept of it, you know, you have mid city, but then there are so many different parts of San Diego that are so spread apart. Right. And it tends to have like like the different parts of SD tend to have like musical identities of their own. Like we have like a really big DIY scene, but even with that, it's just like I wouldn't say fragmented, but like they exist like separately yet together. And mm-hmm. so like different groups come together to like make certain things happen. You know, bands from north or or even southeast would would convene with like you know, bands from Midtown or like, and even just depending on like what venues are available at the time, like in terms of like DIY, like there are venues that kind of, and you, you guys have probably experienced this where like things mm-hmm. would pop up, kind of sustain for like a couple months to a couple years. And then like, all right, that, that area got burned out. We got to find another place to play kind right. of thing. Yeah. But even, even in that sense, there are a lot of like staple venues where a lot of bands tend to come together whether it's like you know in the bar scene or or all ages and 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 i think that's what that's what one of the best things about sd is is that like we have a sense of like community and togetherness to where like we we can we can make things happen relatively relatively like quickly and and easy um one of the harder things is just that it, it's kind of far out of the way from i mean it's not too far out of the way from oc like orange county or la but it tends to be like somewhat insular at times where it's like, you know, so much is happening in the city that bands tend to want to just, you know, kind of keep it local and stuff. And, you know, we're trying to, we're trying to change that at least on our end, it's just like, you know, we like to, we like to represent where we're from. Like I've, I've been born and raised here mm-hmm. except for a couple of years, like living out of the country as a kid, but like, you know, at least the core of the band is to just be able to show like a sense of aggression and, you know, a, a sense of like what what people are going through in San Diego that might on the surface level see like, you know, sun and fun and all of that, because like it, it does it does get, you know, it does get pretty cold at times over here as it is right now. But, you know, we get we, we get to share that part of, of just being able to to like play and, and, and have a sense of intensity that otherwise people would not have like known about if they mm-hmm. hadn't dug deeper. Yeah. yeah. Uh yeah, and I realized when I was looking at the map, um, you know, Chula Vista is like just like really close to you and like, you know, mm-hmm. a band that like was really on my radar that came up to play Calgary. Ugh, God, it's been a long ass time, but like Take Offense came up and played uh the oh, local yeah. fest up here and, you know, like that band has, you know, got on pure noise and got these other things going, but you know, I think it's uh, you know, we've talked about Jack and I have talked a lot about, you know, having you know, one man that maybe has a bit of a pop, but then there's like a bit of a, uh, you know, a spillover to be able to feature the other bands from that area. So, 
Um, yeah, for sure. I, I actually grew up playing with a lot of those guys um, in, in Take Offense. Like, I filled in on drums once off for Take Offense like years and years ago. And and Greg from the band, we actually had the same guitar teacher. Oh, okay. Because, yeah, like like I come from, I like at least playing music and stuff like that. I got my start playing in bands in Chula Vista. Mm. And yeah, and even within Chula Vista, we had like a little setup where like while we were growing up in high school and like into like, you know, college age, it's like you'd have bands from like all the different schools like in Chula Vista and we would just like set up like all these sketchy shows like we would do like generator shows like <laughs> there's a yeah. bunch of houses being foreclosed like in around 2008 we would like find ways to like get into these like foreclosed houses and like set up these shows and stuff and it was it was definitely a different type of like education when it came to freaking playing in bands and stuff because we really just try to make it happen and make it work and a lot of a lot of good bands came out from that scene when we were when a lot of like South Bay bands were super super active. I'd say around like 2003 to about 2016, um, it kind of like slowed down for a little bit. But then even then, just like seeing how many bands are forming and how many like younger kids are coming out to shows and like playing and stuff, like it's it's really cool to see because it's like that energy spills over and. And like it does make waves over the next like generations. Absolutely, I have a lot of like former college. Like I have a lot of former like high school students because I, I I do substitute teaching, and so I end up I end up seeing some of these like former students at shows and stuff. I'm like, what the heck? What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> like that's sick. That's very Come on cool. To the next one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Jack, do you I have got, any like two questions? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just two quick ones before, uh, before we cap things off. Um, I was really, I think what drew me to this record first is like the album art. I really just want to like give a second to appreciate just like how insane it looks. Cause like not only just the colors are catching, it's like, I think like Miami Dolphins colors, but like, I've just never seen a style like that before. Like who'd you hook up with to get that, that amazing artwork. So we reached out to an artist named Jamie Zhu or Jaime Zhu. And, um, he does a lot of art for like Magic the Gathering. He did some art for like Magic mm. the Gathering cards, and we wanted something Whoa, like. Whoa! What? Yeah, it's it's really <laughs> tight. Like we we just reached That's, out oh. to him on like on Instagram, and he was like towards the end of his like you know being able to take like commissions or anything. But like we really really like like we really wanted him to do the art, and we were able to make it happen. And like just wanted something kind of like ephemeral and kind of like like sort of esoteric but at the same time yeah. it's like very eye-catching and it kind of does well to like introduce the music because the music is it tends to be very like four on the floor like kind of driving like along mm -hmm. with the backdrop of like this crazy like i don't know hellish, hellish world kind of thing <laughs> yeah like i imagine like if i was like driving through like like part of the desert down there um and just like, and you look in the rearview mirror, and that's like what you're seeing. You're like trying to escape this like psychedelic hell, and you're just fucking flooring it. Like that's that's the vibe it gives me, and I, I think it's like super sick. I hope I don't know if y'all have any use for that on like a shirt or any merch, but like I would rep that fucking hard. I hope, yeah, y'all definitely should. I I would buy it. Um, yeah, we really appreciate. It. Actually, we the uh, the the album art the the shirt is up on the uh, on the uh, the website where they're selling the the record, and oh, so shit, we're doing man. we're doing our distro mm. through Death Wish, so. If you okay. cruise over to the, okay. the Death Wish site, we have like a bunch of like 
designs and stuff. And I'm like, dang, I need to cop some of that for myself. I haven't even <laughs> seen, seen any of those. The Death yet, Wish but, store like, is so fucking goaded. People, I feel like people have forgotten how much is on that. But like, you could literally just have your whole wardrobe be from Death Wish. You could like lay out your whole room with just like the posters and the art and shit. Um, Seriously. But, the other small question I had before I just sent it back to Spencer, um, what, the, one of the uh, San Diego bands that I'm most familiar with from back in the day is Over My Dead Body. Mm-hmm. And I saw that they're playing that Indecision Records Fest. Are you excited about that? Uh, because I, I've always heard that they were never going to play. And they're one of those bands like, oh, yeah, we, we had our run and we're just not going to do it. So I was really stoked to see that they're going to be playing. Yeah, and it's even freaking crazy just seeing like all of these names on the flyer from like pretty much like my childhood. Just like mm-hmm. I, I grew up listening to Over My Dead Body. Like, you know, I, I love like Justin Pearson's bands, like Swing Kids and stuff. And, you know, like by mm-hmm. that extension, like Unbroken and even even oh, Unbroken yeah. like has its has its roots in, in Chula Vista as well. So okay. it, it is is it it is exciting to see that because I'm even seeing like just younger people you know thanks internet but like you know people getting like really <laughs> thanks, into internet. Like, yeah <laughs> you know like people just getting into bands that like you normally wouldn't have imagined them to get into like i remember in the early days like and this was a privilege too is just being able to like share albums with friends through like soul seek and like mm-hmm. like uh just a aol instant messenger but because things are just so available like i'm just seeing more of an embrace of like this type of music and and i can only like hope for the best to like see where it's gonna go so it's always good to just like see the bands you grew up with like still doing what they love to do because it's i don't know it's it's inspiring to me like i wouldn't still be doing it if if i hadn't seen that you know Mm -hmm. exactly no no and i look at that lineup roster like damn i need to check these bands out because like honestly especially if like i'm broken and stuff like that's like I've heard people say that like it's influenced a lot of metalcore and like, I never really considered that when I first listened to it, but like, that's like proto metalcore stuff. Like they're like the goats for a reason. And it's, it's, I'm tempted to even go out there. Like I'm, I'm really wanting to like see a good amount of that lineup. So maybe, maybe I'll be there. I'll put that on the pod. <laughs> maybe I'll, maybe I'll be <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. Rain, before you go, please mm-hmm. tell me Bev wise, what you've been sipping on this, this, uh, while okay, you've been on the call. So- so so when we were talking on Instagram, I said I have a coffee, but I'm like, no, I went to the uh, I went to the gas station next to the storage space that I, I have, and I found this, which is a rarity. This is Arizona Ooh. black and white tea, which is like they used to have it everywhere, and but normally like when you go to like a gas station or like Ralph's or whatever grocery store, mm-hmm. they usually just have the green tea with honey and ginseng. Yeah, it's a little it's a, it's a little too much for for my taste. Like if I if I like have something with a lot of sugar, like. I'm not going to sleep because like I'm a neurotic, like energetic dude. So like <laughs> this is the only Arizona tea with natural sugar, no oh, high okay. corn syrup. So mm. like I will, I will sip on this like throughout the day. Sometimes I'll even have two if I'm like having like a, like a longer day. It's, oh. it's, it's actually really good. Nice, nice mellow sweet. To it. Yeah. You're very in tune with how caffeine and sugar plays a part in your, uh, in your livelihood. So glad that you've cracked the code on that. Thanks. <laughs> um, yeah, rain, uh, obviously all the bands that we're playing on this episode are going to be on there, but you know, for yourself and anyone who's called in, you know, we're going to be doing a, an extra little thing as far as how to keep up with what you're doing. Anything you want to plug before we let you go. 
yeah just you know follow up with the band i mean we we're, we're on instagram that's like mainly how we we keep in contact with everyone and you know feel free to send us a message and say what's up it's a negative blast sd and uh yeah so that that's where we usually keep in in contact with everything and we'll be playing a lot more shows coming up we're, we're actually kind of in talks about possibly hitting up europe like over the, oh, the next year so um we're definitely going to do a lot more southern california stuff going to make a return to like oc la um and a bunch of all ages stuff in san diego these next couple months very cool well um you know as the canadian representative of this of this podcast it is a must for me to always invite you if that's something that you know i know you guys are way way closer to the the mexican border but you know if if you want to make the john all the way up to our border we'd love to have you as well so um, we, we definitely love to come it's just it's just up the street it's a long street but like you can make <laughs> i love the analogy there uh rain thank you for joining us i uh, hope you guys have a good rest of your day and uh yeah keep rocking because what you guys got cooking is clearly working thanks a lot for having me and, and i hope you guys have a great day too okay thanks bro yeah take care man peace out later wow what a I just I love this calling thing was the right move. I love it. Oh yeah, dude. I, no, I I love it. I can't he's wait like to so do nice this. Too. Yes, very nice dude. Like, yes. Not that I thought he wasn't going to be nice, but like that's very polite, man. And I, <laughs> I, like old. I didn't want to ask him and put him on spot, but like I feel like he's older than me. Like he's like, oh, you playing back in those days? I'm like, you look like just shy of of thirty, man. I don't know how old you are, but you must be doing something right. I guess so. All right, we got five more tracks. Um, yeah, and we're gonna we're gonna just blitz through them because you know we've we've gone through. This is like the deep end portion of the podcast, so we're gonna keep it rolling. Um, the next pick of uh that we have is one of mine. Um, this is my Australian pick because uh, Jack's Jack's done theirs. Um, we're gonna be listening to Winter Circle from Adelaide, Australia. The track we're gonna be listening to is All Eyes on Me. Uh, this is off a two song um promo called Desampla uh through Life Liar Regret Records and New Ethic Records. Um, you know when you listen to a track and like a part kicks in and you like scream out of pure joy. That is yes. this track for me. Um, I found about Winter Circle last summer uh, when it was just the demo. And that band is very, very interesting and cool to me that when we we're doing the Scopies, I wanted to put them for demo over the year. Unfortunately, did not win. But, you know, if if the if it was rigged and I was just choosing it, I think I would have chosen that. But to see a mm -hmm. follow up with these two songs um, with the change-ups and the aggression and the like i just want to fucking lose my mind and 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 get a felony as far as how violent i want to be when i hear <laughs> this shit um so i'm gonna play the track and we'll talk about it a little bit later but this is all eyes on me by winners circle with a z or a z i don't know how australians say z or z but winner circle i all eyes on me off to sampler
this breakdown is like just eruption time. Fucking anus now. I'm just going to say it so I can clip this in a year's time yeah. when this band is just taking over. Winter Circle is the next Australian hardcore band next to Speed. I'm just oh, going to say think it. So. Okay. I'm just going to say it. All the dollar signs. They're so fucking good. And they've, they have six songs out in the world right now. <laughs> Dude, it's crazy how much traction this band's gotten. Because I remember when they put out their first release, like Dakota and I were really fucking with it. And then I saw people from like my local skate shop listening to it. I'm like, dude, this is interesting how they're like low key, just like making the rounds. And, you know, I think this band reminds me a lot of Three Knee Deep. I feel like this is the Three Knee Deep of Australia, <laughs> especially with that fucking ignorant breakdown. It's just like, dude, that's like folding chair or table thrown into the pit and it's just like you gotta just it's furniture mosh music for sure yeah Yeah. your head needs to be on a swivel or else you're gonna end up in the fucking er man i if anyone from winter circle i'm gonna reach out but if anyone from winter circle is listening like we are doing a pod to talk about your guys's music because it's infectious by how good it is super heavy and I, I think this band is next when it comes to Australian hardcore bands. There's a lot of good Australian hardcore bands. We played one a little earlier, obviously, but goddamn. Goddamn. All right. Next up, we got a Patreon pick. Um, we have Big Boy from not the original San Jose, but, you know, some real bass shit <laughs> nonetheless. Um, the track we're going to be listening to is TNT um off their spring promo 2023 through days um big boy is uh just one of those bands that i think needs to have more attention and love because i think mm-hmm. layer one of the you know the revival of like the the northern part of california as far as like you know the bay and you know the the bands that really have helped make a really drastic shift and those bands are the obvious picks scowl tsunami drain um just just to name a few but you know when you go a layer deeper than that and you do feel the flames you do big boy um you're doing um uh why am i blanking extinguish um like bands Mm. bands like that even a layer deeper maybe don't don't have as much um you know online hype attached to them but you know big boy has members of uh, of a lot of those uh first layer bands that we talked about so um it's just really cool to see those side projects in the midst of all the craziness of you know maybe those bigger bands um still getting love getting on things like days and and all that and mm-hmm. you know this is a patreon pick as well so it's you know it's clearly getting to the masses um, at the very least, which is nice to see. I have to ask you something because it just clicked in my head. And if it's if if I'm right, I think it's actually pretty feather. Okay. This name, the title of the track, it's T ampersand T. Is it meant to be like T and T? 
like TNT, like dynamite. I I would hope it's an ACDC reference, but um <laughs> see that'd be so sick. I was just, like <laughs> like reading it again. It's like oh T T and T T T and T. It's like that's what it kind of sounds like when it jump it jumps in there it immediately registers real high on the hype mark for me and it's like this is a lot like dynamite going on so respect <laughs> if they purposely did that like fuck yeah yeah high five from me high five with a stick of tnt in the midst of it big explosion um so tnt by big boy real bass shit hit it I love a good everything pulls out and you know we we strip down the different pieces of the band and it's just left with drums so that's very cool I also didn't realize until this listen there's like that that guitar riff where it's like and when they hit the open I was like oh that's weird that they're not but the bass is doing that in the open part I think that's very very clever I really really like that yeah, that kind of threw me for a loop a little bit because I didn't really expect it to happen. Um, I think, I think this is like my time to like finally like dig my like teeth into like the big boy material because like it. I didn't really like give it a, a fair chance, um, like from my earlier stuff or from what I've heard. But like this track alone is like pretty exceptional. I'm curious to see what the future holds for these guys and see what else they got going on. Mm -hmm. yeah and i always love you know there's a few tracks on here that don't have 
the artwork is just like a shot of of the band but like i like mm. the wholesomeness of, of the the artwork of this it's just like it's just the big boys all in one you know little tightly <laughs> confined area um but yeah it's it's very cool um definitely a uh, lot of great things going on in the bay but you know would encourage all the listeners if you haven't gone that layer deeper go one layer deeper and then go one more mm. and you know you'll find some great stuff so our next pick is your last one of of our mega list here yeah and i i think i saved one of the best ones for last um this is a band out of france called hard mind uh off the album they just dropped about 10 or so days ago called endless fall i think it's self-released um this is something that i like when I started like getting heavier into like the archiving stuff back in 2019, I found out about their record Corrupted Souls. So I think of um, maybe I have to we'll have to talk about it maybe offline. I think a mutual friend of ours did maybe the logo for them or some of their artwork stuff for like shirts. Um, but like that's how I found out about it. And they're just like an exceptionally heavy, great band. And I almost want to just like let the music speak for itself because i don't know if i could really do it justice but um have you ever listened to these guys before never um and i think you are right that we should just let the music speak to herself and just i'll have my raw real reaction like i have with with other tracks on this list um yeah. <laughs> all right hard mind uh we're gonna be listening to the song taste of death um, which reminds me I need to eat lunch at some point today, probably immediately after this. But uh, hopefully it doesn't, whatever I eat doesn't taste like death. Off the album, Endless Fall. Evil. 
continuous spin kick. It's never stopped. I was not ready for that. This man's from France? Yeah, I think Renee's France is what it's called. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm just going to make a take here. You tell me how on or off it is. I feel like this is the Vamakara version. Like, if this band was based here, like, that's the <laughs> biggest Im- similarity I'm catching. So it's like the France yeah. version of that. It's got, and and I'll say new Vamakara. It's got that, like, yeah. metallic... Mm-hmm change up ass beating parts with the over the top metal like just being over overly dramatic that is so yeah, sick no, i mean it's a it's a great comparison i mean it's and like i said i think the song like there's no way i could put put words to it i mean like that's just like ultimate violence like you <laughs> you, you can't craft something more violent than that in my opinion i think of France is like in a moment right now where they're like putting out really good heavy hardcore like the cover of um I think the the zine that you have behind you that's a French band called Worst Doubt and like it's the same thing like it's just heavier than god fucking music and you just it's like I don't know it's like stuff that like I don't know if you really see it that much nowadays but like it's a pit where you'd like be actually scared to mosh like you'd be like maybe maybe I'm not moshing maybe I'm just like (laughs) ducking and covering in the corner here maybe i'm a victim not a victor in this uh in this pit here um that's very cool i i showed jack while we were mid listen i'm like okay i'm favoriting this album and i will be listening to it uh on 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 full rotation once i'm off the call here um two tracks left this is our last patreon pick which i'm really really happy because i was very much vibing with this band um the band is called collateral uh they're from south florida uh the track they're going to be listening to is called dead wrong which is off their debut demo through fortress records which i think is a brand new record label as well um which is cool Mm. to see um i saw a couple people sharing this and i was like okay demo gotta go check it out it could be brand something new i this might be in my considerations for demo of the year. I'm just going to put it out really? there. I know it's like end of February as far as the time recording this, but it is every single track is so goddamn good. It was really hard to pick a singular song to um to to put uh for this uh for this episode, but this one I think is the strongest, but like man I, I don't know if you've checked this out, but I have re-listened to this. And it's very, very quick, so it can go by um, mm. within a short amount of time. But yeah, I'm, I I love it. I'll, I'll say the L word. I love it. I love you, Collateral. Okay. I love you. There you go. You know, I think it's interesting. I haven't really checked this band out, but like I know when it dropped on my, like, my personal Instagram, I just kept checking people's stories. I'm like, it's just the artwork over and over again. Like, what is going on here? Like, I'm trying to figure out like what's happened, like where the band's from. And I just kind of wanted this to be where I take it all in. Like, Mm -hmm. I think from the little snippet that I did listen to, it's like more on like the, 
the hardcore punk side, right? Like it's it's more of like that that gritty kind of stuff. Like it reminds me of shit I would hear from like Richmond, maybe like 2015, 2016, or like 11 p.m. records mm-hmm. type of stuff. Um, so I'm curious to see what all the hype's about. I wanna I wanna know. Yeah, well, uh, for those not in the know, you're about to. Um, this is Dead Wrong by Collateral. For me, it was when he said bust that I was about to bust. I do I do miss that from <laughs> from bands. I miss that whole era where people would say that. And it's it was fitting. It wasn't like some people just like will just say say a word or like do some weird like vocalization, but like that that needed a bust. Yes. And you know, I think I think I think it was pretty good. Um I would have liked maybe like a tad bit better production quality, but like I think it's definitely got some promise. I could see like this going off live really, really well. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you know where the band's from? I still, I don't know if I ever figured that out myself. Do you, it do just you says know? South Florida. So I don't, I don't know if that's like, um, like the tip of, of South Florida. We're, we're saying tip and bust and all this other bullshit, but um, yeah, it, it, the, the band's location is a bit elusive, so it's not 100% mm. clear. But, uh, you know, if there's a member of the band who's listening and wants to let us know that we can, you know, let the people know. But, um, yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. I've, I'm very much vibing with it. I like those, like, drops into just a bass-only section and then kind of, like, mm-hmm. build it up with Tarzan drums, like, do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Um, so, Yeah. Great demo. Um, I'm going to see how it holds up as we're, you know, making our considerations for Scopey's 2023. Um, but I'm really vibing with it right now. Oh, hell yeah. So one last track to end this episode. Uh, we've been going for a long ass time and playing some awesome, awesome music, but we got to end it. Um, selfishly wanted to end it with something Canadian. Um, we're going to be listening to serration from alberta right where the fuck i'm from uh the track we're going to be listening to is a suicide note in midi format which is their first single off their upcoming lp simulations of hell through days records um this kind of uh popped out or popped out or popped up um as (laughs) you know with you know the you know the acquisition of serration and uh, a morning star through days started with just like a, a little split that they did. And then having uh, a full track 
that's just serration um and it was also really cool to see uh, emma coming back um mm-hmm. to to do a guest feature on this because you know if if people who have been following serration for a long time knows that they did the split um i think jack you and i have chatted about and i well i've chatted about this with other people on how sometimes when bands do a split there's a undis there's 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 always a a case where one band will just pop a little bit more like kind of post split. It's very rare for both with, for both bands to kind of like have that Mm. similar trajectory. And, you know, there's a lot of factors to that, like where the band is based, how much they're touring, you know, dying wish has just become like road dogs at this point. Um, But it was cool to see them kind of come back around to the initial uh, stuff with the split, because I think at the time, when Dying Wish and Serration did that, those were both of those bands' best music at that point. I think that there really wasn't anything better um, from either camps. So, um, and what I expect when it comes to Serration music is I want to feel like I'm in a horror movie. Like I want to feel scared. I want to have that like element of chaos and like, you know, stuff coming out of the walls like i don't know that's at least what i expect and i feel like this is just the first of many uh when it comes to you know serrations uh next next release so i'm excited about it yeah i didn't i feel like you might you'd know better i mean than me i just feel like uh serration like dropped off my radar for some reason I feel like they were like quiet for a while and now they're like maybe going full bore. Is that like kind of what happened or am I just like out of the loop? I think that, I think you are right that there were certain bands within Alberta, you know, that, you know, just kind of took COVID as like the time off. And I think not out of like being lazy or anything like that. I think it was mainly like any of the opportunities that Serration could go down to the states to play a show or try to do a run of shows it was just a lot harder with like crossing the border doing all the vaccine records covid testing like that shit gets hella expensive on top of already trying to have visas and and all the bullshit associated with that so i think now that things are you know a lot you know like you said like kind of post pandemic it's a lot easier to do that i think it's Mm -hmm. now you know it's time to you know you know get the the you know point the barrel of the the gun down and 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 start to fire the rounds because you know that i i know this band has been cooking and uh you know this is just the this this is just the like not even the this is not the appetizer this is the free bread that comes with the the meal i guess so um i was gonna say the the free smells that jimmy johns does because i think that's the company that does it right you like they like oh free smells come in and and smell our yeah, I feel like it's like that's like, all right, smell what's cooking. And then you're going to have to wait for the entree to come. So true. So a suicide note in MIDI format, serration, dying wish, um, Alberta hardcore. Let's do it. Why? 
They're chopping up the onions for the new. That's yes, they're chopping up the onions. Jack. Yes. Do you think it's better or worse? Well, not worse, but do you think it's cooler or do you wish that you heard Emma's screams versus just singing for that track? It's a good question. Uh, I mean, I kind of like that the guest spot was like, I think it's a good, like a good change. If I wouldn't have expected it, mm-hmm. um, I'm more of a fan of like the harsher vocals that she does. And like, like this style of music, like it's obviously, like, I think this is like great. It's just like very far away from what I listen to. So like, it's like, I'm almost looking at it from like an outsider's uh, standpoint, but I think it was fitting for like what they're doing. It added another like dimension to it instead of it just being completely just like aggro the whole time. So right, I think it's it's the way it should be. Yeah, I think you are right. I think I am seeing a little bit more of that like melodic, that kind of like you know early two thousands metalcore kind of stuff. Um, kind of like just you know that's to me what serration is evolving and maybe just kind of stretching in multiple directions of having the really scary spastic that kind of side of metalcore as well as the stuff that has a little bit more prettyness to it um but mm-hmm. yeah i feel like emma's vocals complement well and 
maybe having her having a screaming section might have been a little too forced. So, um, yeah, excited to hear the whole LP once it's out. Um, that is it when it comes to um, all of our tracks. Um, all the bands will be listed below. Um, I want to give a, a major shout out to Rain um, from Negative Blast, as well as Mel from Princess for jumping on the call. Um, definitely going to be mo doing more of that moving forward for this show. Um, always great to see you, Jack. Um, you know, oh, it's yeah. a pleasure to 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 do this show with you. Um, anything you want to say or plug before we go? Uh, yes. Uh, for those that are asking, the zine is done. I just had some snags that came up, uh, working on getting it printed right now. Um, and yeah, I'm going to find a way to just send a digital version to everyone that has bought it, but it is coming. Just patience. Keep continued patience with me. Let them cook. Kind of Let them cook. <laughs> yeah, straight, straight up. And then, um. <laughs> I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Um, no, I think that's it. Mm -hmm. Well, um, as Jack said, and it's a it's a selfish thing for me. Um, you know, if if you're vibing with this show, um, a way to a great way to support us is through Patreon. Uh, we just launched that, you know, less than a month ago, and a part of being able to um, support us that way is you get to tell us what you want to hear for March's recap. So um that'll be in yeah. the description patreon.com slash scoped exposure go follow what it takes blog on instagram go by the zine if there's extra copies once uh you're listening to this um and we'll see you next month for listen up <laughs> Shit!